Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains. I'm Ken Dunnick, ex-Philadelphia Eagles tight end. My partner is Mark Eckel, formerly Eagles beat writer for NJ.com and the Trenton Times. And, Mark, I want to mention our sponsor, and then I'm going to break into a little music for you this morning. Our, our spo- I'm sure you're looking forward to that. Oh, you certainly and, am. Our, our sponsor <laughs> is Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine, the only men's magazine in the Delaware Valley. If you have an interest in advertising or attending one of their Legacy Club events, please call 856-912-4007 or email Ken at jerseymanmagazine.com. Okay, Mark, I'm not much of a vocalist, but you tell me what I'm alluding to here. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and for you. It's Nick Sirianni. He planted the garden and the flowers grew. (laughs) Who would have known? Yeah, but we made mention when he made that comment that he better win. Otherwise, those are the types of things that can haunt you for a career. And they've actually played better the last two games and and won the last one. So he's off the hook for now anyway. Well, here's what I don't get about this team. Why are they so much better on the road? Their best games this year have all come on the road. Yeah, you know what I I truly I truly believe. I I, well, and I, I also believe this, and I did like what I saw yesterday from uh, Gannon's perspective, defensive coordinator. They played much more man-to-man coverage. The reason why the team was successful: number one, Teddy Bridgewater is a fraud. All right. <laughs> N- number two, the defensive line held their own. They had one sack. Hey, we had a Derek Barnett sighting, of all things. Yeah, he had a sack. We haven't seen that for a while. But well, the we've seen him. You can, yeah, the, we've seen him with a penalty. Penalties and, yeah, right. Yeah. But the defensive line held their own. They were in, actually in the backfield most of the day. And finally, Nick Sirianni is running the football, ran it 40 times yesterday, approaching 200 yards and rushing. Now, Miles Sanders got to be sitting at home scratching his head going, really? I get hurt, and you, all of a sudden you want to run the ball uh, every other play? I mean, it, it is confusing, but, again, that old adage, if you can stop the run and you can run the football, you have a chance to win every football game, success. and that's exactly what the Eagles did yesterday. See, now, call me, I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I am, <laughs> but I am cynical and skeptical about a lot of things. No. I wonder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but I wonder now, not knowing anything about Nick Sirianni until the Eagles hired him and still not knowing a whole lot about him, but, but I do know Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman and what they like, and they like to throw the football. They're, I mean, we read stories, we've heard reports, and we, you know, I covered the team for a lot of years, you know, and I, you know, when the, the, the one story that came out, which was really bothersome, was when when Doug Peterson won a game, and he won it by running the ball, and how he and Jeffrey called him into the office, you know, two days after the game, and said, oh, you know, "Nice win, but we don't want to run the ball. We we need to throw the ball more." Like, wait a minute, they won. You know, the point is to win. Not it doesn't matter how you do it. It's, it's just do it, right? Well, so, I heard, I heard that rumor too. Was, it, was, was that a true story? I mean, I heard yeah, the rumor. I believe but it was. I, I think it came right from Doug. To be honest okay. with you, but. All right. um, and I know, I mean, Lori's always wanted that, you know, but even before Howie, they, they want, they like throwing the ball. That's, and again, that, that's what, that's, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that's what they like. I wonder, did Sirianni, maybe he always wanted to do this, and when things weren't going well, maybe he said, you know what, 
If they're going to fire, if I keep losing, I'm going to get, I'm going to get fired. So if I'm going to get fired, am I going to do it my way? Yeah. Like I don't know. I mean, it just seems like what what where was the look? Some, something got switched on. A guy ran the ball three times in a game this year. Three times. I've never seen that in my life. Only three running plays. Now he's running it like you said every other play. Something happened. Yeah. The guy had that transformation somehow, some way. Something happened, right? I mean, yeah, they ran the ball forty times yesterday. And, yeah. Uh, for net That's rushing thirty-seven yards. more times than he ran it. Two hundred fourteen. But you know, we we mentioned this before. In the early stages of this season, the Eagles were falling behind uh, a mm. lot relatively early, True. which which would dic- dictates to a lot of coaches that you want to pass the ball. But you know, let's talk about performances and and getting better. Jalen Hurts, in my opinion, had the best game of his Eagles career yesterday. Now he only threw it uh, twenty-three times. Uh, completed 16 of them for 178 yards and two touchdowns. But he was flawless in the first half. As a matter of fact, he threw a dime to Quez Watkins at the end of the first half that should have been a touchdown, one right off of his hands. Yeah. And he, he would have had a third touchdown pass, but he, he was very good. Now, they did take the foot off the gas pedal, I think, because they had a 10-point lead at halftime. They started running the ball more. So I believe he only threw it six or seven times in the second half. But it was still a solid performance by Hertz, who, you know, you're looking for improvement day to day. He did get better yesterday. We'll, we'll see what happens against New Orleans, which, by the way, has the number one rushing defense in the NFL. So we'll see if this, uh, this run-crazy stat holds up next week. Uh, what do you think Sirianni's going to do against the Saints? I don't know. <laughs> I, I would hope not again. Let me just back up for a second. Yes, Hurts played. You know why Hurts had his best game? Because they ran the ball. I mean, they were putting way too much on Jalen Hurts early in the season, asking him to – he's a young, brand-new quarterback. I mean, it's his second year, but, you know, he didn't, he didn't play much till the end of last year. You were asking this guy to do way too much without a lot of help. So, yeah, he was – of course he wasn't performing as well as people had hoped because they were doing they were putting too much on his plate now you have a running game you have jordan howard who came how dumb does that the whole league look for letting him sit on, and the eagles them themselves squad rushes for 83 yards yesterday boston's got 11 rushes for 81 and hurts chipped in 53 so well, you bring up an interesting point. And now what do you do when Miles Sanders comes back? Obviously, he's got to get his touches. I'm sure, assuming I'm that Gainwell, Kenneth Gainwell, is going to be the odd man out because how do you sit Jordan Howard or Boston you can't Scott the way they're playing right now? No, you can't. And I, who gets cut is the more important thing. I don't think you want to cut any – I think you got to cut from somewhere else, right? You don't cut a running back. Well, you can you – can, uh, as far as the active roster is concerned, you can. No, I'm talking about the 53, though. Like, somebody's got to go. Uh, uh, now, if you bring uh, Sanders back, he's he's not counting yeah. against the roster. Oh no, right? when you're on I, I, IR, you don't count against 53. So when he comes back, that's how he, that's I, I, I can't imagine them cutting any no. of those three guys. That's what I'm saying. They're going to have to cut an offensive lineman or a, yeah. A quarter. They have like 18 cornerbacks. So I'll probably get get rid of one of them. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, ask back to your original question. What would I do again? Or what do I think they're going to do against the Saints? I'm a big advocate of you attack a team's weakness and you don't play into their strengths. So if the Saints have the best run defense in the league, I know people don't want to hear this, but you, I, I wouldn't abandon the run. I wouldn't. I'd run more than three times. But my game plan has to be 
to throw a little more because you don't want to you don't want to bang your head against the wall, right? If if, if they have if their run defense is that good, I'm not, I'm not, again I'm not going to come out and throw the first 15 plays of the game where it's going to be all passes, mm-hmm. um, but I I will probably lean toward more passing than running if if the Saints are that good against the run. Well, how about this? How about how about trying? Well, I I do to an extent, but how about you try to impose your will and play your game against. Uh, I understand yeah, that, I, that, I like that it's a saying. great rushing defense, but I don't abandon it. I go with the run, run game early until I see it's not working, and then I'll make adjustments. I've always been a big proponent of setting up the pass with the run. Now, okay. if, you run it, if you run it early and you don't have success, you go play action or something where at least they have to honor the run. If they're, if they're run, stop, happy, run, 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 and all of a sudden play action brings the linebackers up and you've got some creases over the top, I think that's the way you handle that. But I would not abandon the run uh, initially against New Orleans. But getting back to Denver, you know, Devontae Smith, it was his birthday yesterday. He, he came out of the blocks great. He had four catches for 66 yards a couple of touchdowns and he, he looks like the real deal. I've been oh, yeah. critical. I've been critical of Howie for almost his entire career, but I got to tell you, I loved when he maneuvered and was able to, to trade up and, and get Devontae Smith because Heisman trophy winner, which doesn't always mean he's going to be a, a great pro, but this kid looks to me like he's got all the attributes of a Deshaun Jackson on steroids for lack of a better word. I mean, I think this kid's the real deal. Oh no! He uh, listen. I, I, again, I've been as critical of Howie as anyone, and I I will continue to be with depending on other moves he makes. But no, that was a great pick. I mean, Howie's always been good at maneuvering. He he's he's good at moving up and moving back, and he he likes doing. He loves doing that kind of stuff. The Eagles r- rarely stay put under Howie since Howie's been in charge. They they rarely pick where they're supposed to. They either move up, they move down, they move around, they do this, they do that. They trade before the draft, they trade after. I mean, he loves doing that kind of stuff, which is fine, and he's usually pretty good at it. Where he has failed is his evaluation once he moved up to get Andre Dillard. That, okay, he moved up, that's painful, but then he takes the guy that probably wasn't worth moving up for. Um, Derek Barnett, I mean, they've, they've done it time and again. My criticism of Howie is his evaluation skills. Well, it wasn't real hard. I mean, you know, <laughs> you don't have to know a lot about football to know that Devontae Smith was a good player. If you watched any of Alabama's games that are everyone's on TV, you know, if you saw the national title game, you saw what a great player. I mean, he, it wasn't hard to evaluate him as a great player. Uh, like I said, they, they got a little lucky. I mean, again, luck is is good. I'd rather be lucky than, than, than good sometimes. And that he was able to fall, not that he fell, but that Dallas – the guys that Dallas wanted, Dallas wanted either Sertan or J.C. Horn, the corners. They were both gone. Dallas, Dallas took a little bit of a gamble that Micah Parsons would still be there two picks later, which he was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, the Eagles, Eagles and Cowboys both won that trade. Um, the Giants were I, losers I agree. because they wanted Smith, and they got I, the I agree. Cowboys kind of con- conspired to, to screw the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to well, screw the Giants, who won up. But who ended up not in a bad spot either? They traded all the way back. Got Tony, who's not a bad player, and they have the Bears pick next year. Which the way the Bears are playing, that's going to be a pretty good pick. It was encouraging to me that the Eagles look good in all three phases. Kayvon Wallace blocks a field goal, which I think was was pretty big because Denver mm-hmm. was starting to get a roll in there, and the Eagles defense played with 
as uh, Sirianni said after the game, a physicality that they haven't shown in the past. I mean, their their defensive backs, Maddox for one, well, he got a silly taunting penalty, but he was really uh, coming up and, and hitting hard, as were the linebackers. Edwards had a good game. I mean, I haven't seen, you know, Fletcher Cox, I thought, was one of his most physical games. I just it, – it confuses me how all of a sudden this team turns into a, a beast uh, physically when they've been relatively passive. Now, because they were playing more man, is that because they knew they were going to have to – be physical in order to com- com- compete with the Denver offense? It, it's an interesting question. I'm not exactly sure what the answer is. So, um, Yeah, I, again, the, the, this team has been – they haven't been unpredictable. I'll say that. The games I thought they had, they had a chance to win. This was the game I thought they had a chance to win. The line was down to like one point. It was basically an even game. I mean, in fact, actually the Eagles were probably favored. If you think about home field advantages, they usually were three points. So that's one of, the only reason Denver was favored is because they were the game was in Denver. But the, like I said, they they flipped the switch back and forth so often you don't know you don't know what you're gonna get some I mean yeah. week to week and, and how they're gonna play. Um but again they have been they they've been a good road team. I mean they and again they haven't beaten a great team but they won in Denver which isn't very easy to do. They, no, that's a tough that's a tough place to win. You've got the altitude, and by the way, Nick, uh, Vic Fangio, who was a Stars linebackers coach when I, back back in the day, yeah, he was uh, he was there for the '84 and '85 season. So I know Vic very well. He's he's gained a great reputation in the NFL as a defensive coordinator, but he's really good at confusing young quarterbacks. And yesterday, he didn't do that. I mean, Hurts had him had had him pretty much solved. And I again. Uh, it, it goes back to running the football. If you can effectively run the football, the quarterback doesn't have to be as much of a factor, but but Hertz was good uh, both on the ground and in the air. So we're, we're coming up to New Orleans now. Again, the Eagles may be getting a break because uh, Kamara looks like he, he's hurt. He didn't play last week. Of course, Jameis Winston is out for the game. So New Orleans, who looked to be a very very formidable opponent a few weeks ago, is nicked up a little bit. Um, what do you think about the Saints game, and do you think the Eagles uh, carry this one over? Well, they have the, for the first time this season, I believe. I could be wrong, but I think the first time this season they're favored. They're a one and a half point favorite this week. I, I believe that's the first time, right? Yeah, I haven't seen the Lions yet. Yeah, they've been. They, they've been. Like, I don't. I don't remember them being favored in the game. No, I, I think they're like. I think even short smaller dogs. This is going to be a good game. The Saints are – if Kamara plays, the Saints are a different team. I watched, I actually watched that Saints game yesterday down here. They gave Tennessee all they could handle. Should have won the game if they, if they didn't miss two extra points. They would have beat Tennessee in Tennessee. Exactly. The Saints are still playing playing well. Yeah. Their defense is pretty good. They, like you said, number one against the run, and they have some pretty good corners as well. So this will be a good challenge for the offense. Hey, Mark, we're out of time. Great chatting with you. We'll talk about it again next week. For Mark Eckel, I'm Ken Dunnick. Thanks for listening to the Bird Brains, everybody. Take care.